if you want to avoid all the sickness this winter, the snotty noses, the coughs, the colds, the sleepless nights, the fevers, the Panadol and the antibiotics, the ear infections, the grumpy, tired kids, the days off work and school and childcare, are all those memories of last winter coming back? I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way this winter. I have a free online masterclass, three simple ways to boost your kids' immunity to avoid a winter full of sickness. It's on demand, meaning you can register and watch it straight away or watch it at a time that is convenient for you. Head on over to naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune and you will be able to sign up. In the masterclass, I am covering our natural, simple and effective approach to avoiding winter infections, how to boost your family's immunity with our proven three-step naturopathic strategy that is really easy for you to implement as a busy mum. We're going to talk about the immune depleters that you need to avoid so you're not wasting time and money building up your kids' immunity that is just being depleted by these common foods and environmental factors. I am sharing heaps of practical tips. I promise it will be an hour well spent. You can register again at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune. I can't wait to hear how you find it and to give you the tips to make this winter healthier. Welcome to the Natural Super Kids podcast, where you will discover practical strategies to inspire you to boost the health and nutrition of your kids. I'm Jessica Donovan, a qualified naturopath specializing in kids' health, and I want to make it as easy as possible for you to raise healthy and happy kids. Let's get into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Natural Super Kids podcast. Jessica Donovan here. And this little, this little series of episodes, we're talking about some of the pesky things we have to deal with as parents that are really common in kids. Last week, we talked about worms. So if you missed that episode, you can go back and listen to that. And this week, we're talking about a very annoying and common skin infection called molluscum contagiosum. Many parents know about this. I actually did not know how common it actually was until I wrote a blog post about it a few years ago. And that blog post led to lots of people booking in appointments um, to, you know, treat this skin infection that their kids had. Because the problem is that modern medicine doctors don't have a lot of answers when it comes to molluscum. They usually just say, just let it go, you know, it'll it'll sort itself out. But it can become, you know, it can spread really easily and it can really affect quality of life in terms of it can become a bit irritated, it can become infected, and a lot of kids become very conscious of the way that it looks as well. So I'm here to tell you that there is a way that we can treat this, but first let's talk about 
what it is. What is Molluscum contagiosum? It's a very common skin condition. It's usually seen in kids. It's a viral infection that presents as raised spots on the skin. It's often misdiagnosed as warts. And by the way, next week we will cover warts, but it looks sort of similar to warts. It's highly contagious, both in terms of spreading to other parts of the body and to other children or people. But most Adults tend to have a natural immunity to molluscum because they've been exposed to the infection at a young age, even if they haven't actually presented with symptoms. So any child exposed to molluscum is at risk of infection, but it does tend to be more common in kids that have a weakened immune system, those with allergies or atopic conditions such as eczema. Um, And this is because the immune system has limited resources. So dealing with allergic responses or having that sort of allergy presentation leaves less less energy of of the immune system, less, less immune resources for fighting off viruses like molluscum. Um, the other kind of group of kids that I see this is fairly common in are fussy eaters because they're probably not eating enough of those or getting enough of those nutrients that are keeping their immune systems nice and robust and strong. So the virus is is fairly harmless. It's not usually painful, although it can become itchy, irritated. And as I said, the spots can become infected. My niece had a really, um, really nasty looking infected molluscum spot fairly recently and needed to go on antibiotics because of it. So that's an example of some complications that can kind of come from this little pesky virus. So there aren't many pharmaceutical options available for molluscum. And as I said, most doctors will say, just let it run its course and it will eventually go away. But it is unsightly. um, And in some children, it can linger for months, even years. So it's great to know that there is something we can do about it. So um, there are a few different ways that we can approach a molluscum infection from a naturopathic point of view. So um, many people sort of sort of start to focus on what we can do externally, what we can apply directly to the spots. That can be helpful, but I do prefer to take a more holistic approach and treat the infection from the inside out alongside those external remedies. And that's where I've been able to get some really great results. As I said, the blog post I wrote on molluscum has been really popular and we've had lots of people book in for treatment. So we've we've tested our sort of protocol on a a lot of people and it's been really effective, even for people who have had molluscum for long periods of time. So let's first talk about some of the external remedies um, that can help with molluscum infections. So there's, first of all, there's essential oils can be really great. There's two particular essential oils that I recommend for molluscum, tea tree and lemon myrtle. So you can use either or a combination of the two. It is essential to dilute these essential oils by using a carrier oil or buying a product 
w- that has these essential oils in it but has other sort of carrier oils or products in there as well. So you can but you can make your own by um, diluting some some tea tree or some lemon myrtle or a bit of both in a carrier oil such as a fractionated coconut oil or an almond oil and then applying it to the spots, dab it onto the affected areas at least twice a day until symptoms resolve. Now, with um, essential oils, you do need to be careful. They are very potent. So I would recommend just testing one or two spots initially and leaving that for 24 hours before popping it onto all the different spots if there are multiple, multiple molluscum spots. Um, You can also use things like apple cider vinegar applied directly to the affected area has been shown um, to be fairly efficient at getting rid of the the spots. Um, Both are similarly effective, so you can choose whatever is easiest for you. Um, And then if molluscum is irritated and you want to reduce that itchiness and soreness, Oatmeal baths can be a really great way to soothe all types of irritated skin, really good for eczema as well. So you simply get some muslin cloth um, or a stocking and pop some oats into it and let it soak as the bath runs. That reduces that skin inflammation. The other thing you can use is chamomile tea. Um, That can be used directly onto the skin. So you just add around four tea bags into a cup of hot water, allow that to steep and cool, leave the tea bags in there so it's nice and strong. And then you can apply that tea with a cotton bud. Um, Calendula cream or ointment can be helpful as well. So these are some of the helpful external remedies. But as I said, the real magic happens when we can support the immune system to fight off the infection with an internal approach. So we want to be working on those internal defenses alongside the external remedies. You can do both. So because molluscum is a a viral infection, we want to be supporting the immune system as it kills off that virus. And the great thing is we can use particular remedies that that are specifically antiviral as well. So we get that double whammy. We get the immune support and we get that antiviral action. So foundations first, the diet plays a huge role in supporting the immune system. So you want to make sure you're focusing on increasing those nutrient-rich foods, particularly those that are high in antioxidants. So those brightly colored fruits and vegetables, such as berries and beetroot and capsicums and green leafy vegetables. You want lots of color on your kid's plate in their lunchbox. Um, And we have a great little resource for you. It is our Foods to Boost Immunity Cheat Sheet. I'll make sure that that goes into the show notes, the link to that, because that will give you lots of extra information for foods to support the immune system. And on the contrary, we want to make sure we're not including foods in the diet that are depleting immunity. And one of the big ones here is refined sugar. A high sugar intake can actually suppress the immune system by up to 45% for up to five hours. So it basically halves our immune defenses for up to five hours after consumption. So the more regularly that your child is consuming large amounts of sugar, the more their immune system will kind of be suppressed for. And if they 
happened to come across molluscum, get exposed to the molluscum virus, while their immune system is low because of that high sugar intake, they'll be more likely to, to pick up the virus. So you don't have to, you know, eliminate sugar completely, but you want to really try and reduce your child's sugar intake. And we can do that by focusing on breakfast. Um, crazily enough, you know, a lot, a lot of breakfast foods are very high in sugar, like the, the cereals. And also think about the snacks that your kids are eating as well. So let's now look at some specific supplements because the these are really key to effectively getting rid of molluscum. Look, a lot of molluscum does clear up on its own, but if you want to give the body a helping hand and, you know, clear it up um, faster, then these are the things you want to be thinking about. Number one is zinc. Oh, my favorite Favorite, favorite nutrient mineral for kids because it has so many really important functions in our body and in growth and development, which obviously is really important for kids as well. So zinc is a mineral that is essential for healthy immunity and it helps our bodies to fight off viruses effectively. So to manage molluscum, as well as other viruses, um, your kids should be consuming plenty of zinc-rich foods. So they include things like red meat, um, you know, beef, lamb, kangaroo, if you're here in Australia, is really high in zinc. Um, seafood is high in zinc, fish, and nuts and seeds, particularly pumpkin seeds or pepitas. But it can be hard to get enough zinc into the body through food alone, particularly when we're wanting that therapeutic effect and we're really wanting to you know, boost that immune function. So I love to use zinc com combined with vitamin C in a powdered form um, because they work together to boost immunity. And when you've got the powdered form, you can alter the dose for every different age group in your family. So the specific dose that will work best for your child will depend on their needs, their situation, their dietary intake, you know, their age, um, which does really need to be assessed in a naturopathic appointment. But I do want to give you a rough guide here. Um, so my rough guide for zinc dosing is two to four-year-olds, you should be aiming at around 10 milligrams of zinc. This is a therapeutic, fairly high dose. This is only designed for short-term use while you're sort of clearing up the molluscum. So 10 milligrams of zinc for two to four-year-olds. And vitamin C with that, um, is, like the, the dose that I recommend is 250 milligrams of vitamin C. For four to eight-year-olds, I recommend upping that to 15 milligrams of zinc and 500 milligrams of vitamin C. And for nine plus years, 25 milligrams of zinc and 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C. As I said, these doses, doses are short-term only um, and are to be used until the symptoms clear up. And if, the, if, if they're not clearing up you know, for a couple of months, you definitely want to get some professional support. But before taking doses like that, which are on the high side um, for more than sort of six to eight weeks. And another little handy tip for zinc is that look for a supplement that uses a zinc chelate, C-H-E-L-A-T-E, -E, as that is a really easily absorbable form of zinc. 
So zinc is crucial and it, you know, zinc is really important for skin health as well. So it makes sense for molluscum. The other supplement that I love with zinc and vitamin C is are the medicinal mushrooms. Some of my favorite immune boosting compounds, um, mushrooms. So I'm talking about things like reishi, cordyceps, shiitake, and Coriolis. I love to use those four together. They all have slightly different effects on immunity, um, so they really do work well together. When combined, these four mushrooms help to boost immunity. They have a direct antiviral action, which means that that they kill it off the virus while supporting the immune system. Um, So, I use a blend, which it is a practitioner only product that blends all four of these in a powdered form and mixed in with a with a vitamin C and zinc uh, works really well. So if you're wanting to access these practitioner only products and you are here in Australia or New Zealand, you can book an express appointment via our website. I'll make sure the uh, link is in the the show notes Um, and an express appointment will be enough to be able to cover, you know, particular supplement uh, recommendations and dosages for your child and get that support and also be able to get access to the high quality practitioner only products. If you're a club member, um, we have a process for you to be able to access uh, these high quality supplements as well. So you can, if you're not sure about that, you can ask in the Facebook group, but most of you should be aware of that. So that is the, you know, that combination of supplements, the zinc, the sea, and the medicinal mushrooms, we've had amazing results with. Um, You know, I've had mums that have been dealing with molluscum for months and months and months, some even even years, and um, within a few weeks or um, months on these supplements, it it has cleared up. So it's really worthwhile um, looking at this. The last thing I want to be just talking about is reducing the risk of passing on molluscum. This is really important, particularly if you've got multiple children in your family. If one gets molluscum, you don't want them to pass it on to the other kids. Um, So there's a few ways that you can minimize the spread, both to other children or other people and to other parts of the body. So the virus thrives in warm water. So it's often picked up at swimming pools or in baths. So if your child has molluscum, avoid letting them bathe with other siblings whenever possible. Baths can also encourage the spread of the infection to other parts of the body. So showering rather than baths is preferable if your child does have molluscum. Um, You want to try and avoid swimming pools wherever possible. But if your kids are in the middle of swimming lessons, um, you know, or you're wanting to continue swimming lessons, you can just cover up the spots with waterproof band-aids to minimize the spread to others. And when kids are drying themselves after bathing or swimming, you want them to dry the affected areas last. So ideally, you want to wash towels with each use. Oh, I know, I know. That's that's a hard one. (laughs) Um, to reduce the chance of it spreading. Um, And finally, try to keep the affected areas covered up with clothing when possible. So if you're sending them to school or kindy or out into the world with their kids, with their skin exposed, 
it will be easier for them to pass it on. So try and keep it, keep them the spots covered up with um, clothing or band-aids. Uh, that can really help to reduce the spread of molluscum. So that is molluscum. And I know many of us don't even hear about molluscum until our child is affected, um, but it is really common. And hopefully from listening to this episode, you know that there are things that you can do. As I said, next week, we're going to cover another little pesky skin infection, which is warts, um, and they can present really similarly. Um, So if you are interested in that, you can make sure you don't miss next week's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope that was helpful. If you know of anyone that will benefit from this episode, please pass it on, share it with them, send them the link. Um, I am very appreciative of any sharing that you do of the Natural Super Kids podcast. Thank you so much. And I'll uh, be back next week. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Head on over to our website, naturalsuperkids.com for the show notes for this episode as well as a whole heap of inspiration to help you raise healthy and happy kids. I'll see you next week. Before you go, don't forget about my free online on-demand masterclass, Three Simple Ways to Naturally Boost Your Kids' Immunity to Avoid a Winter Full of Sickness. I'm sharing my practical tips on ways that you can strengthen your whole family's immune system to avoid the onslaught of winter infections so your family can stay healthy and well this winter. You can sign up at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune.